This is the Skyline SIV podcast. If you would like to connect with us, head on over to our website at skylinesib.com and follow us on social media at Skyline SIB on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Christmas, everyone. If you're if you're alive today, give me a wave and a big shout. Whoa! I want to welcome every one of you here this morning, including those who are on the screen watching us on the screen. We are packed to overflowing. And there are people on level one who are watching this live stream as well in this building. Come on, give them a shout. Tell them. And for every one of you as well, Merry Christmas. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and say, Thank God you are alive. You know why? Because two years ago, many of us had to go through a COVID Christmas. Are you glad to be alive today? If you are, give me a wave. I see all those waves of people who are watching us online as well. I see all those waving by people who are watching us online as well. Thank you for being here with us. Merry Christmas, everyone. We can't take life for granted. We've gone, we've gone through a pandemic like hopefully we will never ever see again. I hope it's only a once in a lifetime thing. But it tells us that life is very precious. And the fact that you are here listening to me this morning means that you know life is precious. And that's why today my, the title of my message is it's time. Somebody say it's time. It's time. It's time. And you are alive today because God has given you time. Supposing I were to say to you that you know you will have a bank account and every day I will give somebody gives you eighty-six thousand four hundred ringgit. And every day that money is for you to use. But if at the end of the day you haven't used that money yet, it goes back to zero. And then the next day you get another 86,400. What would you do with that money? Uh, some of us, we will go traveling. Others will buy all the gadgets we, that we want. Uh, other than that, they will take a nice holiday. But you must understand, whatever you don't use at the end of the day, it's zero. Every one of us has that bank account. We are given 86,400 seconds a day to live. At the end of that day, what you have not used, it goes to zero, it starts again the next day. So what are you going to do with the time you have given? How should we spend it? Because for many of us, we say, you know, we will manage time. Actually, time is managing us. Oh, we say, you know, we can control time. Actually, time is controlling us. Some of us, we use the phrase, we kill time. But actually, time is killing you and I. That's why this Christmas, God wants to remind us of the preciousness of life. And the preciousness of the time that you have. The fact that you are here listening to me means that God has given you extra time. 
You know, for me, I don't take my time, you know, for granted anymore. Because at least three times in my life, I nearly lost my life and ran out of time. You know, when I was about 13 years old, I nearly ran, I wanted to run across a road. Very busy road. Uh, I saw a tri-show coming towards me. And nobody else, no, no other cars. So as a little boy, I ran across. As I ran, I suddenly stopped. As I suddenly stopped, a big military truck just rushed past me. I didn't see it. Because the tri-show was blocking it. God gave me one more bank account. The second time, I was given a second lifetime. When I was fishing outside my auntie's house. She lived near the sea, so in the beach I was fishing. I caught a catfish. And I was unhooking the catfish, the catfish stung my hand. Catfish is very poisonous. I was only 13 years old. I was in severe pain. My auntie took me, together with my uncle, took me to the hospital. But it was Chinese New Year Day. There were no doctors. Only one, one medical assistant. He gave me an injection of anti-tetanus injection. He didn't know I was allergic to that injection. So immediately after he gave, immediately when the injection was given, I collapsed. My heart stopped. My blood pressure dropped to zero. I was minutes away from death. I didn't know what happened. I was blacked out. But somebody knew, uh, had a good sense of mind to give me an antidote injection. And because of that antidote injection, my heart came back. It took me another three hours before I woke up. My uncle and my auntie, they were nearly scared to death. But for me, God gave me a second chance at life. The third time I had a life, a chance I had was after I had an appendicitis infection. And I, I, I suffered for four days. Those doctors didn't know what they didn't nobody nobody knew what was wrong with me. On the fourth day, my appendix ruptured. All the pus poured into my tummy. All the poison went into my blood. I had a severe fever. I was in severe pain. I was vomiting. I was, I was dying. And they brought me to the hospital. This was the hospital 40 years ago. Maybe 50 years ago. Maybe 50 years ago. In a small town in, in West Malaysia. They had no surgeon in the hospital. He was a very junior doctor. And he decided to operate on me. He didn't have much experience operating. But so he decided, no choice, operate. I stayed after operation. I was between life and death for three days. My infection was still getting worse. And then the senior surgeon came back. And then he did a second operation. And saved my life. I stayed in the hospital 30 days. For the appendix, 30 days. Today, people stay appendix one night. That's it. They go home. 
I had three chances at life. My bank account was renewed three times. Today, I want you to understand that you cannot take it, take, uh, you cannot, you know, just take for granted your bank account. I'm not talking about your money bank account. I'm talking about your time and your life bank account. That's why my message today for Christmas is entitled, It's Time. 2,000 years ago, Jesus came. He came on earth. He was born as a baby on Christmas Day. With one aim. And that is to save the world. From our sins and our darkness. From the evil that's in our hearts. From the time that from time that's killing us. From, from our lives that's killing us. He wants to give us a new life so that we can step out of this time life to a life that has not controlled by time. It's called eternal life. When did he come? Christmas Day. Was it any other ordinary day? Man, you know, many things were happening in the world at that time. There was an emperor called Caesar Augustus that was ruling the Roman Empire. People were fighting wars. There was another king called Herod that was ruling in, in Jerusalem at that time. There were war, wars, there were earthquakes. There was fighting. It was like just like today. Like just any ordinary time. But God tells us in the Bible. The Bible tells us it's not just ordinary time. It is in the fullness of time. It is the right time. It is time. And we read this verse in the Bible in Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 to 7. If you can read English, I want you to read it really loud. Read it so loud so that the whole of KK will know this is the most happening place. Hallelujah. Because you're sitting next to the most happening person. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Okay. Everybody say loud. Say it really loud. Say loud. Loud. So let's read it together now. When the together. Go. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman. Born under the law to redeem those who were under the law, so we might receive adoptions as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Mandarin, I will just ask Eric to read. 要把律法以下的人数出来，叫我们得着儿子的名分。你们既为儿子，神就差他儿子的灵进入你们的心，呼叫阿巴父，可见从此以后你们不是奴仆，乃是儿子了。既是儿子，就靠着神为后裔。you see, God's time has three things I want to say to you from what the Bible says to us. Number one, God's time is never too late for you. You know, you, you are alive today after COVID. You may think, oh, you, you continue to live your life because you survived COVID. But God has preserved your life because today He wants to speak to you. And today it's time, and God's time is never too late for you. Because the Bible says, when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son. Wow. Fullness of time. What does it mean? You know, time is continuous. We can't stop time. 
you, you know, it just goes on, irrespective. Whether good things or bad things happen, it just keeps on going. And the Bible, but the Bible says, in, in the fullness of time, at the right time, at a particular time that was right, God sent forth His Son. The fullness of time is just like a pregnant woman. Eight months, nothing happening. Eight and a half months, still nothing happening. Just, just the tummy getting bigger. Nothing. The, and, you know, the, the woman, she's just only putting on weight. Maybe she's, yeah, maybe she's eating too much. But maybe the baby is kicking. But people looking at her, it's the same, more or less, nothing is happening. And then on the ninth month, suddenly when, you know, night time, when the husband is asleep, something is happening in the stomach. So she takes the husband. She says, Wake up now. Ah, there's somebody kicking my stomach now. Want to come out. And the husband, he panicked. He wake up suddenly. He quickly run, put on his put on his trousers and go and, and say, come, come, come. He gets into the car. And then he switch on. He suddenly realized, Alama, no petrol in his car. Now he really can chung. Because now is the time. All those nine months, it doesn't matter. You got petrol in your car or not. But tonight, you must have petrol in your car. Somebody say amen. So he ring the neighbor. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That's why I would like to be Eric's neighbor. <laughs> so he gets into the car, he takes his wife to the hospital. And then within a short space of time, you hear an extra sound, noise. And then a baby boy is born. As handsome as Eric. It's the fullness of time. That's the fullness of time. All the nine months, all the eight and a half months, doesn't matter. But tonight, everything must come together. In the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son on Christmas Day. 2,000 years ago to live a life fully as a human being. Perfect and holy in every way. So that He could die on the cross to take away your sins and mine. That's why Christmas is always the good news. And that's why on the day that you receive Jesus into your heart, it is the fullness of time. The fullness of time is like somebody who buys shares. In 1984, he just bought $1,000 worth of Apple shares. Let's say. No, Apple, Apple computer. At one stage, Apple's share was only 10 cents. One thousand dollars you buy. Today, if you sell the shares, you are worth two million US dollars. Fullness of time. It's like the boyfriend, you know, caught you know, dating a girl for 10 years. And the girlfriend is always asking, when is he going to propose? When is he going to propose? 
And the boyfriend can say, "Coming lah, coming lah." Ah, it's coming, it's coming. It's, he keeps saying the, the girlfriend waited one year, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nothing. she's getting quite fed up already. And then this guy, he's only, you know, he he just he just like walking around, no no problem. He wants to take his time. Uh, uh, if the girlfriend cannot wait, cannot wait lah. <laughs> He <笑>求婚戒指拿出来。那么这个时候到了。don't think only young people can propose, old people who can propose. My my friend from school, he was, you know, he was almost 70 years old and he married for the second time. His wife had died. So he proposed. You know, he proposed and he got married. He married a 48-year-old girl, 70 years old, married 48. Wow. So don't think only young people can propose. This old man, he went on his knees and he proposed to this old lady. My wife is sitting here, so she knows I, I, I propose. My wife is sitting up there, <laughs> so it's fine. Too. <laughs> too many girls around here, okay. Yeah. Right. And, and he, said, he said to the old lady, he said to the, this old lady in the, in the senior citizen's home, he said, I've got two questions for you, Mary. Uh, number one, will you marry me? Mary said, of course. Oh, question it will never be too late for you. And what is that, that, that gift? It's not just about time. Today God wants to give you a gift and that gift is the best for you. Whatever gift you give anybody in the world today, it will not last. You can give a brand new car, it won't last. You, you can give a, you know, a, a, a beautiful bouquet of flowers, it won't last. You can give a building, it won't last. You can give a private jet, it won't last. But God's gift is the best for you because it will always last. Somebody say Amen. Amen. This is the Christmas gift. And the Christmas gift is God's eternal life for you. It's a new life in your life now. When you are in time, when you're living in time, 
So that when this gift comes to you, you will be able to live forever outside time. Time will no longer control you. It's the best gift you could ever have. It's eternal life. It's life with God. Which you can experience now if you open your heart. And it will last forever. This is what the Word of God says. God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law. For what? That we might receive adoption as sons. It's as though when you receive Jesus, your status changed. You're no longer just a slave and nobody. Just another human being on earth. But you become sons and daughters of the living God. Everything changes for your life. Your future, your hope, your inheritance, everything changes. And above all, you inherit eternal life. Because you have God's life, you have now God's life in you now. Because you have come into God's family. What does it mean to be adopted? Let me tell you a story during the Korean War. During the Korean War, when the North Korean army was invading South Korea, Many communist mobs ran rampage and, and, and in village attacked a lot of villages. And especially they, and especially they attacked many Christians. One of these mobs attacked and killed the son, two sons of a pastor in Korea called Pastor Son. His two sons were killed by the mobs. But later, when America came to help South Korea, they managed to push the North Korean army out back. And many of those villages were free now from communists. And then they started hunting and searching for those killers, the people who had killed and people who had done violence. And they found the leader of the mob that had killed Pastor Son's son. And they were trying him in the village court, in the military court, so that he would be condemned and executed. Pastor Sun heard about this, he ran to the courts. This is a true story. And then he begged the, the judge and the military tribunal for this kid, his son's killer's life. He said, I forgive this man who killed my sons. In fact, I want to adopt him as my own son. Because I now don't have any sons. This man couldn't believe it. The, the judge couldn't believe it. But because they saw that Pastor Son was so sincere, they decided to give it a try. So he adopted this killer into his family. And this son lived as an adopted son. He never trusted his father, this pastor, to start with. But over the years, he learned to trust that this love for this from the father is real. Eventually, eventually his heart changed. His heart of anger and bitterness changed. And he finally could say the words. Papa, Father. And the moment he said that, he knew he belonged to the family. He knew it was just not that he was adopted. He had become the son of the family. God sent forth his son that we might receive adoption as sons. So when, when we read the Bible and we hear the Bible say the word adoption, we think that's second best. Oh, when, you, when you give birth to your own child, that's the best. 
Not necessarily. Let me tell you the story of my own mother. My mother was born one of, the, of, of two twins, identical twins. But my mother was born into a very poor family. And because, because of that, there, there were there's already six children in the family. And the final birth, twins. The family decided they could not support twins. So they decided decided to give my mother away. So a middleman came to take my mother and take my mother to another village. This is in Malaysia. This is in Malaysia. Maybe 80 or 90 years ago. And took it to another village and gave it for adoption. But she came, he came back and told, he told my mother's family that the, the family that adopted my mother is called the Lim family. But actually, my mother was adopted into the Chua family. He lied to the, my mother's family so that my mother's family cannot trace the child. And now one day when my, mo when my mother's mother was dying, 那么呢, my mother's mother, 哦, 就是说, 呃, 我母亲的母亲, 就是我, 我外婆嘛, she told all the members of the family who are now grown up, 嗯, 现在已经是, 呃, 时情已经过了很久了, you must look for your little sister who we gave away. 所以他临终的时候就说, please find her. Please find her. From the day I gave her away, I regret it. And they all agreed they would look for her. So for 10-20 years, they went around looking for a woman who looks exactly like, like her sister by the surname of Lim. They never found her. You must understand those days, no social media. Yeah, no Facebook, nothing. And, and one day, my mother, who didn't know she was adopted, was walking in a market. And the daughter of her sister, in other words, her niece, her daughter of her sister, saw her and said, and came up to her, you look like my mother. Do you know you have a twin sister? She said, no, I've never been told I've got a twin sister. She said, what is your surname? Are you a, are you a Lim? She says, no, I'm a Chua. Oh, said the niece, you are not the right person. I'm so sorry. And she went away. And for the next 20 years, the family was still looking around. They searched for another 20 years. Altogether, they had about 45, 50 years searching. And then one day, the man who actually was the, the middle man, who, who took the, the child, the middle man, who gave the, the, my mother for adoption. And, and he, when he was dying, he confessed. He confessed that the family that adopted my mother was Chua, not Lim. It's amazing. It's how many, how many people they tell the truth when they're about to die. So from that day, the family started looking for a chua. And they searched for another 20 years. And one day they saw my mother. One, one of the nieces saw my mother walking in a supermarket in Ipoh. And she followed my mother. And my mother was so annoyed. Why is this woman following me? By that time, my mother knew she was adopted. She, she had learned about it. And then this woman came up to her and says, Are you 
you you look exactly like my auntie. Is your surname Chua? She says yes. I believe you have a twin sister. My mother says I never been told I have a twin sister, but I know I'm adopted. Can we exchange phone numbers? So they change phone numbers. And then a few days later, my mother had gone back to Penang. She lived in Penang. The phone rang. She picked up the phone. Hello? And she heard uh, the voice at the other end of the phone exactly like her voice. And the voice said, I think we have found you after 50 years. Can we meet? So my mother and my father, they went down to Ipoh. And as they got off, the, I can't remember, it's a bus or a train, as they got off, my mother got down and she looked at her twin sister. Identical, exactly The voice is like hers, talk like her. And they started hugging and started crying. 50 over years they've been searching. Now they were 60 over years old. And they cried and cried. And my mother rang me excitedly, I found my twin sister. And then she brought the twin sister to see me in Sabah. When the twin sister came out of the airport, she was the first one to come out. I thought it was my mother. I said, Mama, why are you so dark skinned now? And then my mother walked from behind and said, Hey, I'm the mother. <laughs> my, my, her twin sister was dark skinned because her twin sister had to continue to work in the poor family. She worked as a rubber tapper. Poor family. My mother was adopted into a middle class family. All the privileges. Got education. Got food. Got got reputation in the in the town. People look up to the family. Now after 60 years when they meet, you realize. Adoption is not second best. Adoption can be the best. It can be the best. And God says, you, wherever you are born, you have never seen my family. When I adopt you into my family, God says, it is the best. It's never second best. All the love you've been longing for, I have for you. All the meaning and significance you want for your life, it's in my family for you. All the knowledge that you want, all the love that you want, it's here for you, it's my family. Whatever you long for, the peace and the joy and the meaning, I have here for you, it's in my family. You will never be alone again. You will never go through darkness on your own again. You will never suffer all the things and pain again because I have taken away your pain and your punishment. When I adopt you into my family, it's the best because of what my son Jesus has done on Christmas Day for you. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. He adopted us as his sons. So that we can say, Abba, Father. And when Jesus comes into your heart tonight, today, you won't just see God as somebody distant. You will see him as Abba, Father. God becomes your Father. Abba, Father. And that's why God's gift is eternal life. Is it the best gift is this gift, eternal life with him forevermore. 
See, number one, God's gift is never late, too late for you. Number two, God's gift is the best that you can ever have in this life. It will last. And the third thing is God's gift is eternal life with Him forevermore. And this is what the Bible tells us, therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Jesus Christ. So without God in our hearts, without Jesus in our hearts, we are like slaves. We are slaves to our own selfishness, our own selfish passions. We are slaves to our own wills and our carnal desires. And therefore we just do our own thing. We don't we we, we there's no God. We are our own God. We think we are free, but we are not. Oh, we think we, you know, we have the best for our lives, but we don't. Actually, actually we are slaves. The Bible calls us that. But God says, when you open your heart to Jesus, my son, you become my adopted son, you become an heir. Everything I have is yours. Love, peace, joy. Eternal life. Purpose and meaning for your life. Strength for your life to get through every circumstance. No more loneliness for your life. I'm with you forevermore. Because you're my son. My, my daughter. You're my family. Because you see, a slave has no rights. A son has every right in the family. You know, a slave has no power. A son has the power of the family. A slave has no inheritance. A son has all the inheritance of the family. A slave has no name. A son has all the names in, of the family in town. Therefore, you're no longer a slave but a son. God's gift, the best gift, is for you to be his son and live with him forevermore. How much does God care for you? How much does God care for you? When he adopts you as son. Let me give you a picture because I'm a medical doctor as well. Sometimes I have to sign documents for adoption. You know, I've seen, I've seen uh, couples come and adopt a child in an orphanage. They see so many children. Ah, they say, which one should we choose? Oh, oh children are so, so beautiful. Oh, so nice. I, we can only afford one. Ah, I like that one. That so, one. so they put in the papers for adoption. And they wait. Every day they come and see the child. But they dare not let the love flow into the child. They have to control. Because just in case the, 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 the adoption is rejected. It's too, it's, it's too painful. They cannot. So they, they look at the child every day, every month. They look. They love the child. They can carry the child. But they dare not let the love go complete into the child. They One day they receive the letter. From the government. And it says now you can adopt this child. It's Jamin. And now that child is legally theirs. And now when they lift up that child, 100% of their love now flows into the child. Everything, everything flows into that child. And now if you try to take the child away from them, they will fight you with their life. They will stop you. They will defend the child. They will never allow you to take the child. It's not just the paper. 
不是因为那张的纸。It's because of their love that's come one hundred percent. 是因为他的爱终于可以一百 percent 的跟他连接。And that's what God has done for you and for me today at Christmas time. 那么就好比今天呢，在圣诞节，神对你和我做的一样。Because He gave His love one hundred percent to His Son Jesus. 因为他已经百分百的给了我们他的爱，是通过耶稣的。When you open your heart to Him, you become member of His family. You are adopted as a son and daughter. 当你对他敞开你的心的时候，你就是百分百的成为神家里的一员。Nobody can take you away from Him. He will fight for you. He will defend everything because you belong to him. And that is what Jesus did. He came on Christmas Day. Lived a full life. Lived a full life as man. In all his perfection. Despite going through all the trials and temptations. He healed the sick. He opened the eyes of the blind. He raised the dead. He raised the dead. He blessed the poor. He blessed the poor. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope to the people when there was no hope. He gave hope That's one hundred percent. That's good news. That one, that one percent is a good news. Because on the cross, he paid the price. 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 The sting of death is taken away. That sting of death is taken away. You will not be separated from God forever. 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 You will not be separated from God God becomes your father, and you will know him as your father now. Today, if you open your heart to Jesus, my friends, it's time. It's time for you, for me. It's time. For you, for me, it's time. If you never given your heart to Jesus before today, it's time. If you've gone away from the Lord, you backslid. You're gonna today. It's time to recommit your life to the Lord. If you've gone away from the Lord, you backslid. You're gonna today. It's time to recommit your life to the Lord. If you've gone away from the Lord, you backslid. You're gonna today. It's time to recommit your life to the Lord. If you've gone away from the Lord, you backslid. You're gonna today. It's time to recommit your life to the Lord. If you've gone away from the Lord, you backslid. You're gonna today. It's time to give your heart to Jesus because this is the time. If you're waiting for this pandemic, and you're thankful for your life, God has kept your life. 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 And he came on Christmas Day. There was a once a boy. As I close, let me tell you the story. There was a once a boy who was who was in his car with his father. He's allergic to bee sting. This child, ah, he's for these bees. One sting of the bee, he's dead. There are people like that today. As a medical doctor, I've seen people like that. Just one sting of the bee because they're allergic, they're dead. He was in the car with his dad, and there was a bee buzzing around. He started screaming. He said, "Dad, protect me! Protect me, Dad! This bee!" He just like my father, saying, "There's a bee." The father just swiped the bee. 那么爸爸呢就一巴掌就把这一封打下来。And as he swiped the bee, the bee stuck on his hand, and he and he took the bee. 那么呢这个蜜蜂呢就就钉在爸爸的手上。And then the bee flew off again. 那么这个呃蜜蜂呢就走掉。And the boy was still screaming, Dad, Dad! He was so frightened. 那蜜蜂还在车里面飞嘛？孩子很紧张，很紧张。Protect me, Dad! Protect me, Dad! He was screaming. 那么孩子一直在喊，哎呀，惨啊，还蜜蜂还在。And the father said, Don't worry, son. 那么爸爸就说不用担心了。It's okay. 不用怕。It's okay. It's okay. He said, Dad, the bee. Father said, "I've taken the sting." Because he already stung me. You can see the bee has only one sting. Because we know that bees can only sting once. Once it's stung, there's no more sting left. It may be flying around. 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 
You have all the things in life that's flying around. There's evil, there's violence flying around. There's crime, there's hatred, that's everything's flying around. But Jesus took the sting of death from your life. Can somebody say amen? He died on the cross, came on Christmas Day, died on the cross to take away the sting of death. And now even death cannot hurt you. Listen, my friends, God is never late. God's gift is never too late for you. Today is the day. Today is the day. And God's gift is always the best gift for you. It's better than anything you can get in this life. Nothing in this life will last. But God's gift of eternal life to you will last. And when you have eternal life, you belong to God's family. He's adopted you as sons and daughters. So today, I want to make a call. You see, Jesus says, I stand at the door of your heart and I'm knocking. Whose heart is he knocking on today? Your heart, my heart, is knocking all of our hearts. And what, what does it mean when he says he's knocking on our hearts? It's because we have heard the message of the good news. But if Jesus says, you know the message today, you know the message of the good news today. If you open your heart to me, receive me into your heart, I will cleanse away your sins, cleanse your past, give you a new hope, give you a new life, eternal life, and give you a new family you belong to, God's family, my family. And nothing can take this away from you forever. Because God will defend you with everything that He has. Now lift up your hand, everyone. I want to bless you. Now may the Lord Jesus, who has been with us this whole morning, bless your life, fill you with His love, fill you with His peace. Give you a new hope in your life. So that you will be able to overcome every circumstance. Today and in the coming new year. I bless you with the blessing of God. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever. And He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And all the blessings in Jesus are yours in His name as you have received Him as Lord and Savior. I bless you in Jesus' name. Go in God's peace, I pray. Go in God's peace, I pray. In Jesus' name we pray. All God's people said Amen. 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 Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great day. Have a great week. See you again. If you were encouraged by the message, share this podcast with a friend or family member and check out our previous episodes. Thanks for tuning in.